You're listening to Authentically Me, a podcast dedicated to activating the magic that is within us all through the power of authenticity, sharing, and transmuting with love. Here, you will find real-life experiences shared through the lens of everything is always serving. We are led through this journey by your host, Serena Rose. Serena is a ceremonialist who believes our life is just one big ceremony for our soul. Connect to your soul and enjoy the ceremony. Hello, Authentically Me Beauties. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me today and to listen to my podcast. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I also want to thank from the bottom of my heart, the beautiful and lovely Jamie for being here with us Mm. as well. I strive to bring the most vulnerable and authentic humans onto the show because it is much needed medicine (laughs) and I cannot think of a more vulnerable and authentic person than you. So thank you so much for being here. And can you introduce yourself to my listeners? Who are you? I am Jamie Skagen and I am a transformational coach and authenticity expert. That's what I've been calling myself. And it feels feels good. I'm going to use it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is authenticity to you and how does it show up in your life? Yeah, authenticity to me is literally being completely yourself and sharing whatever comes up. It's funny because I believe my perspective of of authenticity is um, it's probably different from everybody else's, not everybody else's, but a lot of people's because I believe in like sharing every fucking thing, like every single thing as it expands. When I started my coaching business, I shared my fears. I shared my doubts. I shared, like, I believe in sharing all of it, everything that's coming up and our triggers and just kind of like taking the filter off of everything that we say mm-hmm. and sharing it all. It feels really connecting. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining being a listener and hearing that and hear and thinking, okay, well, that's easier to say than to actually do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like you just so gracefully are like, it's not a big deal. You just share everything. Yeah, <laughs> you know? <I> totally. <laughs> so how does that translate to um, someone who may be asking those questions? Yeah. So I always tell people it's like, it's like going to the gym. Like it's, it's interesting because it's really, really challenging to do at first. And it's like, if I, your brain literally equates, if I share this, then I will die. Like it's, it equates not being loved to death. And that's what we are programmed from childhood. But the more we kind of stretch that 
envelope and and share things that are uncomfortable the easier it becomes because our brains prove that not only do we not die but god damn it's really connecting and i feel closer to people and i'm really well received and there's like a benefit on the other side so then it becomes easier and easier easier the more you go to the gym and stretch your authenticity muscles mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, and the other, the other token is our souls are calling for this. We are literally being called. That's why it's becoming this like epidemic, this authenticity thing, right? Like it's because that's why we're so, so like passionate about like relationships, romantic relationships is because that's the first thing that we, when we get into those, we're like fully seen at a level that our soul is desiring and like feels really good at. And so that's why, you know, it's really challenging to leave those relationships, but we don't have to do that in just romantic relationships. We can start to create, cultivate this feeling fully seen in all of our relationships and social media. And like, that's, that's what I've experienced coming out from behind the closet of like sharing this stuff is it's really connecting and people who have never met me in person actually love me or people that I haven't even talked to that don't even comment on my post they like develop this like we can like love each other it's such a beautiful depth now yeah I would say I love you and (laughs) I I have yet to meet you in person and I can relate to that too because I share a lot online as well and I find that when I meet people in person and maybe you can relate to this it's almost like they know me. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. I may it's not true. know them, but like they know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because there's no there's nothing behind anything anymore. There's not like they can they can fall in love with us because we're all completely exposed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, something that stuck out to me in your share was the word connecting. Mm-hmm. And I know that everybody's journey looks a little bit different and it is connecting. And I totally am with that and, mm-hmm. and the understanding and experience And I also have experienced some disconnection in that process Mm. too. So our brain goes, if we share this, we'll die. But my brain goes, if you share this, everyone's going to run away from you, Serena. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's something that's very real. And it's been a very real part of my soul's journey and path, especially with members of my family. Um, can you speak to the connection side of it a little bit? Yeah. So what comes up for me when you share that is there, there is the other side of the token where when you fully, and honestly, when you, you know, you're doing it right when you start to trigger people, because when you're fully expressive in all that you are, 
it starts to illuminate things inside of people and there's begins to be judgment and it's kind of challenging to see like that we're mirrors for each other you know like it's that they think that it's just them right that or that it's just the person they're judging or like whatever that is and they're not realizing that it's like and and so it's interesting is the more that i've connected with people around this is there's people who started watching my journey and they fucking couldn't stand me they literally just despised me and they were just like drawn to me like a car wreck. <laughs> and then what happened is over time and they'll reach out to me and over time they realized, oh my God, she is literally expressing the things that I'm too afraid to say. And, and that's why I was judging her or whatever. It was showing them something inside of themselves. So it starts to illuminate these things inside of us. And so that it, and so it, you do get judged more but also for me especially like having the following that I do now the people that already love me when I first started coming out there was a lot of judgment but when you start to find your people like then there's so much love and compassion that it outweighs these little judgments that we get mm -hmm. sometimes and it just depends on where you're sharing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what piece of advice, if you were to give one piece of advice to each party, the person that is being judged, quote unquote, um, and the person doing the judging, like to move through that, to transcend that, what would that be? I would, I always invite people the first step is just in, just getting curious instead of like just in reaction mode to take a step and get really curious of what's actually happening right now. For one, I ask myself typically two questions. What am I even feeling right now? Like, is it jealousy? Like tuning into like what's coming up? And, and, and then the other question I ask is like, what is this showing me or what is this it's just this curiosity that you can have around it. It's like, what am I feeling and, and going deeper than just the, the judgment of like, well, why, why do I really feel that way? And that's, that's how I've done it. And it feels really powerful because then instead of making coming out from the right and wrong, we're getting more curious of like, why did that really um, create this trigger inside of my body? Like, why am I so upset right now? Instead of like, that person sucks. It's like, wait a minute. Why would I, you know, it's just the curiousness mm -hmm. I think around it that is really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, and that has been really impactful for me too. I am in a space of starting to get really excited about being triggered. Me too. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And one thing that I've been saying specifically in the realm of romantic relationships is I, I am calling in a relationship where I can be really excited to fight with them or mm -hmm. to face conflict with them. Like I want to roll up my sleeves like, okay, we're about to learn some There's evolution today. here. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you're pissing me off? Cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I be a complex, super pissed and also very excited human all at the same time. Yeah, right? Like there's, well, there's always evolution. Like, so why am I feeling this way? As long as we're curious about it and we're not just doing everything unconsciously, 
there's so much evolution around your triggers, you know, like, what is the showing me, you know, and the more we do the work, the less the triggers up come up. And so now when, like, even for me, when triggers come up, I get super excited because I'm like, it's somewhat rare with like adults now because I've done so much of this work and coming out from behind shame and all of that. So I love triggers. I fucking celebrate them so much. I love sharing one of my favorite things and something that we did on um, the retreat that I just hosted is um, we shared our judgments of each other and it's mm. really powerful because then it, you think why the hell would somebody do that well what happens is you take again you take that filter off because everybody has judgments and now they we know it's everything's completely out in the open and we can relate to those judgments and you know mm-hmm. it's there's nothing being hidden anymore oh my god i like that makes me so happy to hear <laughs> I was there. It was good. Being somebody who like one of my personal biggest challenges has been being courageous enough to be judged, like allowing people to have judgments of me and to not be emotionally impacted Mm -hmm. by those judgments. Mm -hmm. Not making it about you. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so as someone who is my mind works that way I would love to just be somewhere and be like okay (laughs) we're we're going out like I would love that that would feel so good to me yeah it's really fun I love that work that's probably one of my uh, getting excited around triggers and then also I love sharing judgment so those are the two things that are very interesting that I absolutely love (laughs) um so I'm being a little curious right now uh Jamie what are your judgments of me or your what judgments did you have, I guess, awesome. this is fun. meeting? <laughs> yeah. So, well, the judgment I'm having right now is that you're fucking amazing at doing this interview. Like that's been <laughs> the number one thing right now. And the judgments that I've had before, which are being completely like knocked down by this entire interview was that you were hiding, hiding something under your soft spoken voice. Like there was like this like expressiveness that wasn't being expressed under your like soft spoken voice. Cause it was like so soothing and perfect. And, and <laughs> 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 that's, that's pretty much the only thing. Like I, I really enjoyed it, but there's, I was like, there's, she's hiding something cause her voice is so perfect and it's so soothing and it's, <laughs> I feel that yeah and to some degree like you're not wrong you know I think that we can all no matter who you are like even yourself included I was Mm -hmm. I would go as far as saying um, I think we all can express more and share more and be more fierce and loud with our expressions Mm -hmm. so and I have that has been coming up for me so strong this week because I've been focusing the past few weeks on really healing my body because Mm -hmm. I contracted a second STI and had my brain injury. So I've been really focusing on my body and my health and not posting as much online and, you know, expressing as much as I normally do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually had a dream this week where spirit was like, 
show up. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, get out there. (laughs) Just make posts. (laughs) Fine. I get those too, actually. Like what a weird dream. Spirit's just like yelling at me like I'm a child. Yeah. Well, that that actually reminds me of when I first started this journey, um, this authentic journey. I it didn't make any fucking sense. Like I was like, I don't know why I'm about to share this. And there was like this, there was this pull inside of me that it was just like, just share. And I was like, Oh my God. And I got so much judgment in the beginning. And I was sharing things around my daughter being transgender and like all of these, or just, it was my son at the time I was sharing, I shared a picture of him in a dress. And I was like, just, I was feeling called to share these things and I couldn't, and it didn't make sense to me. And I was like, oh my God, like I just felt like I was running blind through the forest. Like, oh my God, mm-hmm. please protect <laughs> me. Like, I don't understand this because mm-hmm. it was just judgment. But I, but now I know what I was being called to do, right? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people feel that calling. They feel yes. that heart race and their yes. soul. I call them your soul whispers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is your soul whispering to you to do that you are not listening to? Yes. Um, and I think most people just ignore those Mm -hmm. soul whispers and it can be as simple as like you're driving in your car and you pass a bench and it's like oh that bench looks so pretty I wish I could go sit on that bench but I can't I got late to work and (laughs) (laughs) what if we listened to those soul whispers more and allowed ourselves to to be so that's why I love this work (laughs) it's like This is tough. I I really love it so much. (laughs) Yeah, because you you and I give other people permission to pull the car over and go sit on that fucking bench, even if for 30 seconds. And then they didn't realize that their soulmate was literally going to come sit on that bench right next to them. Like, we have no idea what happens after we follow that calling. Mm -hmm. Like, it leads us to an interaction, to a this, to a that. There's so many things that we can't foresee, but when we follow those, it's like, it's so powerful. So what is something that has shown up or something that you've been guided to, something really impactful, uh, perhaps story time, sharing a story with us of um, how being this vulnerable, authentic being and listening to those soul whispers what has that gifted you and guided you to that's real, that's shown up, that people can relate to? Well, it's guided me to interactions. There's been times where I had literally no idea. Like I remember there was well, for when it was moving to Hawaii, there was this soul whisper that I followed and I couldn't foresee what was going to happen. And and everybody ended up watching that story and it was really insane. Um, and then after I ended up moving to Hawaii with my, as a single mom of three kids, it was really intense and didn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, um, there was, I remember I was there for, for two months um and I didn't know anyone on the island yet I was I had just found out that I was pregnant four and a half months pregnant um and there was a a moment 
I was on the computer and I happened by a Kyle Cease video and I actually wasn't following his stuff anymore, but I, something compelled me to click on the video and I clicked on the video and I watched it and he was doing something at the Dolby theater and there was just so many synchronicities during watching that video. I just felt kind of like these chills. And then it was his, his presentation was on my birthday, whatever was at the Dolby theater. And just the fact that I clicked the video, the fact that I felt so much synchronicity in my body. And then the fact that it was on my birthday. And then mm -hmm. there was another moment where I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to afford it. Like, there's no, like, you know, like, I don't know why I'm being called to this. And so then he like, well, let's click the link and figure it out. And I'm like, this is going to be, it's at the Dolby. It's a two day event. And I was like, this is going to be thousands of dollars. And then it just so happened that it was literally $199. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so it just was too synchronistic. So basically I followed that calling, even though it made no sense that it was literally three days later that I would have to hop on a plane some, somehow get a, put this on my credit card and it didn't, and I, and I had just, luckily I made a friend on the Island and he, it was so like, um, like heart guided as well. And he like understood when I messaged him and he's like, I'll watch your three kids for three days or four days. And like, it was beautiful that like the universe set me up. So mm -hmm. I ended up going to the Dolby theater, um, three days later. But the, so the crazy part is I just, it wasn't going to the Dolby theater. It was actually meeting a man named Ammon who I ended up, you know, Ammon, but it mm -hmm. ended up having so much evolution with, and, and he was the one who supported me when I ended up lo losing my daughter at the courthouse like so it's interesting because we do these things and it we don't even know what it is but it leads us to an event or it leads us to a community or it leads us to these things and it also strengthens your leap muscles right like I fucking I had to drop everything and and fly to California in three days with no money and <laughs> but it strengthens my um my faith in the universe um, mm -hmm. my path yeah um just for clarification purposes for those who are listening and thinking oh my god you lost your daughter she's not yeah. dead no um, yeah. <laughs> <just> for <laughs> clarification purposes <laughs> <Thank you. Yeah. laughs> she's alive uh her dad her dad is um he won soul um physical custody of her and I'm filing an appeal because it was absolute bullshit and it was just because of my ignorance of the law and my inability to find representation so that's mm -hmm. the clarity <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah thank you for sharing that and I am imagining that even this experience alone like there's judgments that can surface in that right. like oh well just some that are Why popping into my head daughter? yeah like you yeah. must be a bad mom because yeah, you yeah. lost like that's not true no <laughs> no it's not and so it's interesting because that's the the message is like when we look at these these I'm a big massive advocate of compassion and for any human being and non-judgment and it's like I like to believe the best case scenario and everything because it 
feels fucking good in my body. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really, I don't give a shit about right or wrong at this point. It's like, what feels good to me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so, um, yeah, I've, I've been through so much in my life that it helps me develop that self, I mean, not self-compassion. I have self-compassion too, but it helps me develop that compassion to other people because there's been so many people along on my journey following me on Facebook that perceived things a certain way and it was completely false and it would be challenging for them to see that, but it's, it's about staying open and not having these judgments around somebody's life and asking questions and getting clarity and being curious. It's that curious mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate, I appreciate your curiosity and your question asking and um, anytime that we get the opportunity to interact and engage, whether it be online or on a call, um, Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't resonate, it's like, Thank you for asking questions, you yeah. know, and exploring this life with me. Like that mm-hmm. makes my heart so happy, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'm being called to share something kind of funny with you, which Yay. is Amon. That's is that how you say it? Amon. Amon. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna have to retrain my mind. Because, <laughs> I know because um, you've been looking at it as Amon. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Amon. So. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Short A. Amen. Nope. <laughs> it's a- Amen. Amen. Yep. Amen. 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 Amen is the reason that I know you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have not met him in person. So did you meet me? Go ahead. Tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So he was connected to some people that I met in California. And I started to follow him because he was just pushing edges of society with how he was living his life. And I'm like, I got to see what this dude does. Like, I'm just going to fall. I'm just going to watch. I'm totally going to troll his shit. Like, it's time. Um, And I know I'm going to learn from it, right? So I followed him. He started dating you. And there was this post about him not being attracted to you. Every fucking person comes back to this post. It's either when I moved to Hawaii or when I posted the unconditional love post about Ammon. <laughs> yeah, I was, I clicked on it and I straight up in my mind, and this feels kind of edgy to share, but in my mind, I was like clicking on it with the intention of passing judgment on you. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like what is this, this bitch doing right now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Do, do I think that she's pretty? Like, let me, like, I want to figure this out, you know, because yeah. obviously yeah. I am the, the judger of the whole situation. <laughs> of people's lugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I clicked on that post with the intention of like, I'm about to judge this bitch today. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. It's judgment day. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then we connected. Which post was that? Was it the unconditional love post? Um, where he- I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly the context of it, but what you either you or he was talking. I think it was his post actually. 
it was his post and he was talking about how amazing you are to hold space for him to express that that mm-hmm. he isn't always attracted to you and he mm-hmm. was kind of praising your strength and mm-hmm. I was like what the fuck kind of relationship <laughs> is this <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I, it brought up so many questions for me. I'm like, would Absolutely. I would I want to be with somebody who like yeah. straight up is like, I don't know if I'm attracted to you. Like, whew, that's that like, was another mm-hmm. that was another thing in my journey where people they just from their perspective of everything that we were sharing online, they had decided they knew what kind of a relationship that I was in. And they didn't even realize that I was there evolving in the relationship as well. And like, there was so much. And of course there was codependent patterns popping up and stuff like that, but I was fully aware and navigating it. But people had judged that I was just giving to him. And I was just like, there were so many things, but from their perceptions, they thought that they were facts. And that's mm-hmm. it's and it was just interesting to see that they were so wrong in, in a lot of it. <laughs> Isn't it so interesting how humans just believe assumptions as facts? Yeah, no, it's so interesting. Well, I'm it's not even sure it's just their to... perspective. It's their yeah, perspective. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. the thing is, is that there's so many perspectives. Yes. Not just one perspective is like the end all be all perspective no. of everything. And yeah. if you believe that, then you close yourself off from evolution because you already know everything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say, I believe half the world probably thinks they're going to die from the coronavirus right now. <laughs> um, so just going to say I have no fear yet, but <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, I feel super fired up about it, honestly. Yeah. Last night I was talking to one of my friends and I'm like I wonder if I should just set everything down that I'm doing and just focus on this whole coronavirus shit because it's crazy. Um, What's crazy to me is before this epidemic or whatever it is has arose, looking at someone in the eyes, passing them on the street, it was already taboo to connect with another Mm -hmm. human and Mm -hmm. now we're going as far as straight up being afraid of connecting with another human so I find myself really concerned with our society's emotional health Mm -hmm. in the realm of human connection and Mm -hmm. authentic connection and Mm -hmm. I'm just like I wish everybody had the tools that I do to choose love over fear I Mm -hmm. wish that everybody had the tools that I do to desire that true and and electrifying human connection. And, you know, here in Maryland, uh, the University of Maryland is shutting classes down and switching to um, online only. And it's like the internet was already something that people used and viewed as a Mm -hmm. way to disconnect. And now we're putting even more disconnection. And part of my whole message with being an online influencer is 
to give a different perspective to the internet and that you can connect mm-hmm. with people and have genuine connections online. So I'm not necessarily pooing it, but I don't want to feed into the fear energy. Yeah. So what comes up for me is I go into my one of the most famous fucking coaching questions of all time. And it's, why is this perfect? And what comes up for me when I ask that question around the coronavirus is, like you mentioned, it's putting, there's a couple different things. It's putting us online. Like people are being forced to or not online to get online. And I like that mainly because... of the beauty of what's happening online and on Facebook and how we are um, evolving and and at a massive scale because of Facebook, because of Instagram, Mm -hmm. because now we're like connected in our evolution. Now we can get coaching from across the world. And now like there's so many benefits to it. So I love like, so there's that aspect of it. It's like cool. Some people can explore like the expansiveness of the internet. And then the other aspect of it is I like anything that comes into our mundane everyday life and like shakes it up and is like forces us to look at things a little bit differently and operate a little bit differently. And it's kind of like a pattern interrupt mm-hmm. of like, this is, you know, there's a lot of people <laughs> just going to work every single day, nine to five. And, you know, I'm hoping that there's like a little pattern interrupt there and enough, you know, reflection time or whatever is happening. I'm pretty ignorant around everything that's happening because I, I, I choose that because I believe that my evolution is the most important and your evolution to you is the most important and we can only control ourselves. And I don't, it's a lot of energy to try to control what I can't control. So I Mm -hmm. focus on the things that I can, Mm -hmm. but yes, from the little I know, I, I, I believe it's perfect because it's, it's anything that is change feels good, you know, Mm -hmm. feels a different perspectives, different opportunities and Mm -hmm. So that's the answer to the why is this perfect for me. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Even just hearing your perspective invited me to soften a bit into um, what was troubling me surrounding it. Mm -hmm. So I trust that whoever needs to hear these messages and these downloads um, are receiving I'm glad that we brought that up actually. (laughs) Yeah, it's on my heart. Um, Last night I had this visual, some, you know, the brain works so quickly and Mm. it's not, it wasn't like a psychic vision. Maybe it was, I don't know. Um, But I had this visual of me like going to a bar and like, like licking it (laughs) and like being ridiculous and like just like rubbing on people and like licking their face and like kind of being like sexual and like you know engaging with it like fuck you coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) that That reminds me of something I would do I just like I don't like to feed the fear I like to lean into it where it's like oh okay then I'll die everything's perfect (laughs) right exactly exactly but what's interesting about me sharing that is another thing that I wanted to touch on in this conversation with you 
is um, when I started sharing online and opening up and being vulnerable and authentic, um, some of the people that were mentoring me had this feel the fear and do it anyway. And like, what's mm-hmm. the most scary thing for you to, to share? Like do that, you know, like rock people's worlds. It, they were men and um, like they were. I have there. a similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know why I shared that, but um, so I found myself though, really getting into this, almost in my ego a little bit, like Mm. how can I like hold this space and like rock people's, like I want to shock the shit out of those. I've been in that space too, where it was more ego of like, I can share that I have herpes and I can like, and just like shock people and like, Mm. you know, be that person. But it was a little ego, not like trying to save the world, you know? Right. And so I've gotten to really evolve from that and it may show itself here or there sometimes but the way that I interface with my ego when it shows up now is much differently than the way I would interface with it when I first started you now I'm like okay so you're just feeling really proud of yourself like that's perfect and beautiful oh, cute. And, five-year-old you know. Serena <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, love on yourself right yeah. now it's okay like be strong be that yeah. but you know come from love with it and not like and to be honest there there are times where I now that I'm talking about it where I will choose to rock people's worlds and it's not I think at the core of it, it comes from love, but it may Mm -hmm. show up and be perceived and or judged um, as something else. I've had that too. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think that that's perfect. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, totally. Mm -hmm. I like, that's the thing. It goes back to the triggers and, and if you're triggering people, you are doing it right because you're exposing enough of yourself that enlightens not enlightens, but like really illuminates something inside of someone else that feels uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you know that you're doing it right, if you are triggering people mm-hmm. in a, not meaning to, but really just, it just happens as a byproduct of your sharing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so part of what attracted to me, attracted me to rather the idea of like <laughs> licking the bar and like licking people's faces is like <laughs> a little bit of my ego. It's like, yeah, I can do that. And all y'all motherfuckers are scared, but watch me. <laughs> watch, watch me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. I've had the I think it's interesting that you brought that up because I forgot about that. Or like I actually haven't even really tuned into that fully, but there was some moments that I've felt that same energy of like liking the attention or wanting the next best thing to happen, you know, to, Mm -hmm. to, for connection or Mm -hmm. attention or whatever Mm -hmm. that was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, it's really the intention, you know, Mm -hmm. my intention in doing that video wouldn't be to get attention. Although Mm -hmm. I know that it would. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be Um, fun. Yeah. (laughs) My intention would be to to shake people up you know yeah. 
share um, a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can I just say that I really love your mm-hmm's? <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really soothe <laughs> to myself. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I think that as humans, we can be actually attracted and soothed by each other's voices. And there mm-hmm. are other humans where their voice honestly makes me it's not really repulsive yeah. <laughs> did I say that out loud yeah I remember yeah. being on a coaching call one time and the woman's voice was like really driving me bonkers I'm like I can't listen to this like I don't even want to hear what she's saying right now and I well, was judging her well it's interesting her voice. same okay so I had a similar experience I went to a yoga class um, a couple of weeks ago and I had the same thing and it's interesting cause I don't get triggered, triggered often, but her voice was irritating the shit out of me. But then I actually tuned in and it wasn't necessarily her voice, even though it wasn't super soothing. It was her, what I was perceiving as inauthentic, like praise mm-hmm. where she was like, Oh, like throughout the thing, she was like, Oh, good job. You know, she would use my name and she doesn't know me. And but it felt very like fluffy and like <laughs> <laughs> oh great job. Good perfect. You know, I don't know. So <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah. Funny. Cause I teach aerial yoga and I definitely tell people good job when they're doing things, you know. You better mean it every time or I'll judge you. (laughs) I do. I definitely do. Um, Yeah, it's interesting. So I think that we can be attracted to certain frequencies and Mm -hmm. unattracted to certain frequencies. And I forced myself to stay on that call because I was like, am I straight? just judging the fuck out of the curiousness right like the curiousness in your evolution like what's Mm -hmm. happening right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah life is not always comfortable Mm -hmm. and like this coronavirus and you know being authentic and fully expressed it's not something that's always going to be comfortable Mm -hmm. yeah and I believe that when we're getting uncomfortable that's where the growth is anyway like I love getting into that space where your heart rate increases a little bit and (laughs) yeah and to reference back to the gym like you were saying yes I mean it's not always enjoyable to work out (laughs) yeah right that's where the growth happens that's Mm -hmm. your muscles are ripping Mm -hmm. they're growing (laughs) yes (laughs) I love that yeah so we just gotta like rip that shit up (laughs) Mm-hmm. I love you. Um, so I, I want to ask if you were to just drop a message into the world, just all of a sudden everybody in the world knew this as the truth, what would that message be? We are love. I am love. You are love. I believe like underneath everything, like we are, we're pure, pure little beings of love. And that's why I believe in coming from this curious space. And I believe in 
honoring like our little inner child and like it's all can be from this like beautiful compassionate space and there's no right or wrong and mm -hmm. good or bad and like it just it, we can feel so good and I know because I've been doing it and I love like the way compassion feels in my body and I believe in the good of every single human being and whether or not I believe they're bad or I believe they're good, it doesn't matter what I believe about them. What it matters is how it's affecting me. And so when I believe in the good intentions of every human being, I feel really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that that is where, based on my experience, that is where people can get, um, or people have the power to get caught up is not allowing themselves to feel good mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because it's a and, choice mm -hmm. and so and around just like we are loved too and that's that's why i believe in kind of like this authenticity work and this vulnerability work is when we start to really like share ourselves at such a deep level there's such a much deeper connection that feels so much more fulfilling like so much more fulfilling and it's that like seen feeling you just feel so fucking seen to your core mm -hmm. and loved right so being seen equals like love it all comes down to love it feels like yeah so something that is I guess, triggering me and coming up in my realm. And I don't really know exactly what to do about it. So I'm going to be vulnerable and just get your insight and feedback. Because yeah. <clears throat> I believe you're a perfect person to share this trigger with and get feedback mm -hmm. from. Um, <clears throat> so when I share online, and it's really vulnerable and you are an authenticity expert and I'm a vulnerability expert. Mm -hmm. um, I do quotations because it's I love air quotes <laughs> self-proclaimed, but know. you know, yeah. it's, it's also the truth. Yeah. Um, and so when I share and I really open up and it's like a scary, it can be like a scary space for me to share certain things. Um, I feel really strong in doing that. Like mm -hmm. as a vulnerability expert now, mm -hmm. I feel so much strength. Like, wow, mm -hmm. I'm so proud that I can do this mm -hmm. and this is awesome and this is going to help people. And, you know, that's the energy that I put into my shares and into my posts. And sometimes um, the feedback that I receive is that I am weak or I am perceived mm. weak, or there's people that are consoling me, like, keep going, stay strong, like, and I'm not weak because I'm sharing my emotions. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's triggering me, and I don't know how to respond to those comments because I really want to, like, scream at people and, mm -hmm. like, yeah. So I think the main thing is it's, uh, obviously we know triggers are gifts but it's your biggest gift because obviously there is a part of you that does feel like it could be weak or there's there's a 
crack in your strength because if there wasn't a crack in your strength, those comments wouldn't affect you. Mm -hmm. There would be more of a like, they don't really see and maybe we can explore this but if there if it's affecting you in that way there's something that is in jeopardy almost mm -hmm. do you feel that um i'm not gonna say yes or no either way i'm just open mm -hmm. to receiving it mm -hmm. <clears throat> and what i think is underneath of it for me is allowing other people's opinions to affect me emotionally, which I've already mm -hmm. even in this conversation stated has been one of my biggest challenges. Like mm -hmm. I don't want other people to see me as weak. It, and in my mind, it's, it's not even necessarily about how I see or feel in regards to myself. Mm -hmm. It's how I want others to, to perceive you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the nugget right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you are attached to how people perceive you. Mm -hmm. But I can't control it. Mm -hmm. Well, and you're teaching them too. So each, like when I do posts, more I believe the power of my posts are in the comments because it's not just about the post. It's about the way I'm engaging with people in the comments mm -hmm. of like the cure because people feel safe on my page because they know that it's not like, why would you say that coming back at them? It's like this, it, we get to learn and explore. So when they're asking that, I just ask questions. So if they're like, if they're, you know, saying that, you know, I'm so sorry that you're going through this and it, like, keep your head up. Like you, we can always talk to them in the comments and say, so I'm, I'm intrigued right now because I was feeling really, really strong. And so it's just, mm. there's, just a, and there's a way to expand and, and even more learning to be done in the comment section, it feels like. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's awesome. And I will get to practice and apply that. So <laughs> From the you. curious mindset, the curious space that we have, <laughs> the yeah. joy of triggers. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. I really do appreciate it. And yeah, next time it surfaces, I'll like tag you or something. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I love it. Yeah. Team authenticity, vulnerability. Mm -hmm. um, so what is the scariest thing that you've shared and opened up about? Hmm. My number one edge that I ever shared is parenting stuff, but even higher than that for some reason. Maybe the parenting stuff would, would have been at a certain time that I've built up. But I think the biggest thing, the scariest thing was when I made the post about so I'll give a little backstory. Um, I had an open relationship with um, Ammon, right? And then he came out and it was, we were just exploring things and it was a friendship thing. There was no, it was a very open exploration to like him move in and us to evolve and whatever. And he left to go back to visit his daughters um, in Utah. And when he left, I was doing the dishes in the kitchen and I got the download and I was like, oh my God, no. 
just like, fuck no. And the download was that I get to share what I was feeling. And what I was feeling was that I was fucking in love with him. And, there, and I knew that he wasn't there with me. I knew that he, that wasn't going to be reciprocated. And I was like, why would I fucking share that? Like, but it was the download that I get sometimes. And so, and it was one of the most inspiring posts I know because so many people have reached out to me about it. And like, that's when they even noticed me and all this shit. And so my post was um, just basically that I was fully in love with him and I was exploring this unconditional love, like being able to be in love with someone and not have it reciprocated. Mm-hmm. So that was the scariest thing because I knew that it would trigger him. Like I knew that it like that it could be challenging because it was about someone else too. And but I was like, I just I'm being called to this. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I think matters of the heart when it's especially around when it's involving someone else, it's challenging. But it's like this is my path. And even if he doesn't want people to know, he he knew going in kind of who I was, you know, like I should have everyone sign something on the dotted line. Like if you're going to be in my experience, I may share. Yeah. I resonate with that. I've actually had people tell me that part of them not wanting to like hang out with me or whatever is because they're afraid that I'm going to like share something. And it's a very real fear. I'm like, we better like I I don't want to feel like I have to filter my shares around people anymore because it's mm-hmm. important. Like it feel it's it's not just that I want to; it's that I'm being called to, and it's a difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I remember when I shared about herpes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in California and I lived there for a few months. And when I returned home, people were people that I had had sex with were really pissed at me. Because other people would come to them like, do you have herpes? Because they knew that we had sex. It was just all this stuff surfaced and um, it's all perfect, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. So Mm -hmm. I challenge whoever is listening to this to ruffle some feathers and to (laughs) be vulnerable and to share. What does that look like for, for you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And there's going to be so much deeper, fulfilling connection that comes from that. Mm-hmm. And some judgment, but mostly the deeper, fulfilling connection. Yeah. Do you have any um, last words for the listeners today? Um, yeah. Can I leave a little plug here? For sure. This is your time. Y- yeah. So if you want to like the main stuff that I share on my Facebook page, I would invite you to follow me. If you like the things that I'm fully passionate about are coming out from behind the parenting shame. Like I share everything I've had CPS called on me like four times because of the things that I share and the limited perspective people have. Um, if you, I basically share everything. So if you're feeling called, I would love to have you follow me either on Instagram or Facebook. Facebook I'm more active on, but I'm, I'm kind of shifting to try to up my Instagram game. So it's Jamie underscore Skagen. And um, I'll put the links in the podcast notes. Perfect. And then also um, I do life coaching. So I first call is free. You get an hour free with me. So 
if you want to explore what that could look like, I would love to connect and to coach you. Yeah. And she's awesome. She's been a coach for me. So um, <laughs> definitely hit her up and, and follow her and let the journey unfold. This was fucking awesome, Serena. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> You're a badass. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, so are you. And I'm so happy to, to have you today. This was fucking awesome. Thank you. You're fucking awesome. Thank you for being here. It is an honor to share with each and every one of you authentically. Tune in and visit the website authenticallymeradio.com. You are exactly where you are supposed to be, doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing. And you are loved.